You're listening to Pigs in a Podcast, a podcast done K-Pig style, featuring interviews with your favorite new and classic pig artists. You've got it tuned to K-Pig, KPIG 107.5, Freedom, California, KPYG 94.9, Cayugas, San Luis Obispo, and streaming commercial-free up on the web at kpig.com. Well, like I said earlier, it's Wednesday, it's Neighborhood Night, which means we have a very special guest in the sty here. Welcome, Scott Cooper, to the sty. Thank you, Michael. Good to see you, man. You too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, I wanted to... Do a couple things before we start. Let me turn this. Down. I'm watching levels and I'm reading paper. Watch your levels and I'm moving sliders. Multitasking is a myth. <laughs> uh, we actually go way, way back, kind of pre-music. You and I both worked for the the Santa Cruz Sentinel many years ago. I was a stringer. You you were there for a long time as well. well I was there for three years. Yeah, so yeah, but about the same time frame. Yeah, though. we were there at the same time. Back when back in the days of Wallace Bain and, and Tom Long and Tom. Long, that's right. Yeah, Tom's the one that got me in there, and then me he too. left and. Wallace kept me along, and I it was it was great. I have this one. I found this. I was going through stuff at home, and I found this one paper where, on uh, this one may, big sheet from the uh, the entertainment section when it was big, I had an interview with Buddy and Julie Miller, and then down below you had an interview with the late great Dan Hicks. Right and I still have that. Was very I loved cool. that interview. Yeah, it was very. I bet that <laughs> that bet that was a fun interview. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> And now we just do podcasts, but it was that was great, nice memento. And uh, we were kind of just talking about uh, some of the odd things because you, you and I have both we've we've played and we've booked, and we've been on both sides of the fence. Right. And uh, this isn't a local. Share the out of town story. We won't say where it's at, but what you encountered last week. I thought it was. Kinda... I just played a gig in another state last week, and it was dark on stage. And um, after the gig, I asked. I asked the guy who booked it and said, what was up with the, the dark, there are no lights on stage? And he said, oh, lights are extra. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't in the writer. It wasn't it was. in the con. That's the weirdest thing I think I've heard uh, yeah. that, that we can say on the radio anyway. Okay. God, funny. <laughs> so how long have you been playing? Which is like sort of a basic question, but I, longer than I've known you. Well, okay. I started playing drums. With That's my right. First you were a drummer at first. That's yeah. right. When I was like 13. Uh, and then I played... Uh, toured with some blues guys in the in the mid eighties, mm-hmm. um, and then started playing guitar around that same time. Then started playing bass because, you know, the, I think I had access to a bass, and, and everybody played guitar. Everyone played guitar, right? Yeah, so then, uh, you know, now I I kind of mostly play guitar, occasionally play bass. Even less occasionally play drums. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think it was a couple of years ago at the Santa Cruz Guitar Holiday Party. You, there were drums on stage, and you were going to play with me. And there were, because you, you said you, you played once. I go, I can't hear because <laughs> we're the monitors. Yeah, but it, but but we met well. It was it was fun. <laughs> we, it was fun. That's right. I couldn't hear you. On, yeah, I was like sorry. Yeah, because you were going through the house or something. Right. It was a speaker set right. up. But uh, it was nice to have you on stage. And uh, so you're. I'm looking at your your kind of your 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 bulleted list here. So you play the Bob Weir role in the China Cats. You said if I uh, when you need Bobby, who are you gonna call? You play you play yeah. in a couple of or t- two or three sort of dead incarnation cover bands. Yeah. Well, the China Cats. That's the that's the main one. That's the main one. But. Yeah. What started out as my own band, the Barrel Makers, mm-hmm. um, kind of evolved, changed a few players, and changed our focus to include more dead material. So now we go by Rosebud. Okay. Um, and that's about 60% dead material, and then 
you know, throwing in originals and some Dylan and mm-hmm. other stuff. And then I do pick up gigs here and there with different dead things. I see Matt Hartle lift there. I see our good friend Jim Lewin. Yeah. Yeah. All those guys. Nice. All, it's very incestuous. <laughs> it's a good local it's a good local community of musicians. It is. It's great. I suppose you can bounce back and forth. Uh, why don't we hear a tune? All right. I'll try and get three out of you tonight in the time we have. So All right. let's I'll, hear something. I'll do the one that uh that you and I have spoken about, my little ah, yes. ode to Warren Zevon. God bless Warren Zevon. All right. Warren Zevon got his start writing charts for the Everleys. Then he forged his name in the Hall of Shame as Mr. Bad Example. He dated the daughter of the Veep. He made her weep and left her. He found his muse and women and booze Quite the virtuous vice Now he's catching up on sleep So enjoy every sandwich Most of the time he was out of line He'd shop the malls, check them all for lucky ones. Calvin Klein's in the color gray to match his gray Corvette. Ha! Now his tail is told and his son is old. His daddy was a gangster. Most of the time he was out of line Poor, poor, pitiful he Ah, yes. I love that song. And when I first heard that, I I think when you played it... I think it was in Corlitas when you got with the barrel makers. You yeah. played that, and I was, you. Were, I think it was during like warm. You were just doing a sound check, and I went, and I, you know, I'm like, we could talk for hours about Warren Zevon, and we won't. We'll talk about you, <laughs> but we, I got, I went, I got every reference. He was that was that was that Spiro Agnew's daughter he dated? Uh, no, um, I almost got every reference. It was uh, Mondale's daughter. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and the gray T-shirts and the gray Corvette. That was part right. of his OCD. Yeah, yeah, but he was a character. What a genius songwriter. Yeah. Yep great song and uh so i know here at the pig we have a couple we have your i think we have the two barrel makers we have a leg trick and we have a teak and blue i don't and we have some other assorted singles and uh, so are you so you're doing your with um rose but you're doing about a 40 percent original and 60 percent dead ish I, i'd say it's about 25 percent originals yeah and you yeah. playing locally a lot and you, you were, were you touring back east with a rosebud or were no you... that was that was just kind of a 
one-off thing, kind of a one-off thing. Playing I, in the dark in another state. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it was in St. Louis. Yeah. My, I grew up there. My folks still live oh, there. Right. I go back there a couple times a year, and now I've um, got the inroads with the local scene there, so I play with local players back mm-hmm. there, kind of, yeah. along with a guy from Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I guess St. Louis is a long way to take a band. There's a lot of... Long way to take a band, yeah. yeah. Which is why if you're if you're not a player and you wonder why a lot of musicians come to town and they have pickup players that don't play with a full band, it's expensive to haul four, five, six people across the across Let alone the gear. And gear. Yeah, the gear is probably even the bigger problem. Right. Sorry, right. too far away there. It's all right. <laughs> if you get too far away, I'll, I'll, I'll right. let you know. And uh, so where are you playing locally these days? What you got coming Good up? Good thing you asked. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll plug, plug, plug. Um, this is why you're here. Friday, I'm playing, well, not locally, over in San Carlos at Devil Canyon Brewing Company. Oh, nice. Um, Sunday, I'm playing solo up at the Lomomar store up near La Honda. Oh, okay. Um, February 1st in, at Barmel in Carmel. Oh, okay. As a duo Good. with Fred Rodriguez. Um, Rosebud's playing February 13th at Whale City Bakery in Davenport. Mm-hmm. That's a nice place. It's That's great. A cool place. One of my favorite gigs. Absolutely. Uh, China Cats are at Michael's on Main on February 22nd, and um, those are pretty much the local gigs coming within the next month. Nice, nice. And you write much these days? Are you, you too know, busy like keeping this all going, which is hard? You know, yeah. I'm kind of at a lull right now. Yeah. I, I'm, I can mention I'm a little, a little bit um, jaded with the, with the industry, mm-hmm. um, and I don't really feel like, uh, uh, like I have the, the outlet. The outlet has been the muse for me over the years. I mm-hmm. had a band who was interested in doing original material, and I'd write for that band. Right. Um, and Rosebud does, but I don't know. I'm just a little bit uh, in a lull, I guess. That's all right. Yeah. It kind of goes up and down. I think yeah. I was talking to a, a good friend of mine last week, and he, he was actually with my, my first guitar teacher way back, and we were talking about some songwriting, and he has a friend who just started writing songs, and she's writing like, you know, f- five songs a month. She's brand new, and my friend Hawk and I were talking, and, you know, I think when you at least for me, when you first start writing songs, you're trying to write a whole bunch of songs. And after you've kind of built up the ones you play all the time, you get an occasional new one. And I think, at least for me, if I don't write one for a while, I don't worry about it because I know I've got, I've written before mm-hmm. and I don't need to write one like every month, you mm-hmm. know, and you always work on, you write little snippets down. And I think that that could be a place you're at too, maybe, I don't know. Well, actually for me, I've always been pretty consistent and I don't write a lot. I mm-hmm. just write... I mean, with four or five songs a year. Yeah, yeah. But I've consistently done it for 35 years and now you've or got so. a whole catalog built right, up. Right, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but the past year, you know, one or two. Yeah. That's about it. But that's okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we hear one more, then we'll take a, a really quick break. All right. Um, what should I do? Um, you mentioned I'll, La Honda, but play what you want to play. Uh, I'll do one for Jeff Sloan. Did you know Jeff Sloan? Jeff and Sandy? No, I don't think Jeff I was did. the sound man at the Kumba. Oh, okay. And Sandy worked in the office. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was a sound, local sound man. And uh, they had a good life living here in Santa Cruz. And they decided to, the real estate market was too much for them. So they packed it up and they moved to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was kind of ironic the, the reverse Oki migration taking place from mm-hmm. Oklahoma to mm-hmm. California. Right. So this is a song about, about that. Cool. It's called Tulsa Bound. Cool. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to break it, uh, pare it down. All right. (laughs) 
Now I lost my money in a poker game called California Real Estate. And I'm packing it in and I'm loading up the truck. I'm moving to another state. Now I'm Tulsa bound. Tulsa bound. Gonna buy a bunch of things that I don't need. Oklahoma, here I come. Now I shave my face, took out the nose rings, cut off the nasty dreads. And I traded my favorite tie-dye shirt that I picked up when I saw the dead. Now I'm Tulsa bound, Tulsa bound. Had it up to here with the promised land, Oklahoma, here I come. Now I got a big house just waiting for me. More space than I can fill. Gonna buy a bunch of things that I don't need, like bric-a-brac from Goodwill. Now I'm Tulsa bound, Tulsa bound. Gonna pair enough to here with the promised land. Oklahoma, here I come. Now I'm kicking ass in Nowheresville, sure beats the good life. But I'd rather be the hammer than the nail, not the butter for the knife. Now I'm Tulsa bound, Tulsa bound. And I'd had it up to here with the promised land, Oklahoma here I come. I said Oklahoma here I come. I said, Oklahoma, here I come. Nice. Good tune. Very right. cool. Thanks. Scott Cooper here on Neighborhood Night. Let's do a, a couple of things, and we'll come back, and we'll chat and hear some more from Scott here on The Pig. Let's get those piggies out of the way. We are back with Scott Cooper here on Neighborhood Night, and... Uh, I heard a couple of great tunes. We were talking about uh, songwriting, or the the dearth of, or the frequency of. And uh, when we hmm. do write, we, you know, I, I'm kind of like you. I actually do about six or so songs a year, sometimes more. And I'm at the point. We're, we're going to talk about songwriting for a bit because we have some more time. I'm at the point now where I've written a bunch of stuff, and now I tend to think about. I want to write a song about this. I'll think of a topic or an angle or something, mm -hmm. and then I'll work on it. Before mm -hmm. it was like, I gotta write a song, I gotta write some lyrics, and now I just I, I find something really specific, and then I, I don't know. That's how I'm doing things these days because that's kind of how how I do it too. Yeah. And what are you writing about? What are you finding things? <sighs> well, the new one I just I got a buddy back in Nashville who was John Cirillo, who was local to Santa Cruz for a long time, and we were really good friends. And I tend lately just to co-write with John one because um. Um, we're really good friends, so we get to spend time on Skype together. That's sort of like the the, the benefit of it. Mm -hmm. But my friend John is back in Nashville co-writing. With I think last year he said he wrote 250 songs. Oh. But all he does is co-write with people all week long. So what I do is I always say, you know, I get new songs working with John, but I also get to, and he likes this, I get to exploit the things he's learned writing with other writers in Nashville. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right. so right. like I had this, you know, I have a new one. We the band we haven't worked it up as a band yet, but um, 
I was thinking about old technology about um what's the story this is about me now a friend of mine oh, his friend worked in uh in an escape room and he said they had to change the puzzles because the millennials didn't know how to read an analog clock or use a rotary mm. phone and i thought all right so I, I i listed things like parallel park and learning how to drive a stick with a three on the tree and i i wrote a song about old technology basically telling them this generation that these are going to be your good old days. So I found an angle around old technology. It wasn't just like, hey, you kids get off my yard. I actually mm -hmm. found something kind of positive. Right, so cool. That's um, kind of a roundabout way to do that. Uh, it reminds me of that Hartford tune, Don't Leave Your Records in the Sun. Oh, right. Because they just won't play, just won't they play. They just, just won't play. <laughs> exactly. Which, that's a total generational joke. You yeah. Know, if you don't know, you've never had vinyl records. Right. You wouldn't understand that reference. Well, it's like the phrase, drop the needle. What the heck is that? You yeah. know, or Kodak moment or e-ticket. That, that kind of stuff yeah. is kind of fun to pull that out and find a place for it in the song. By the way, um, have you heard that thing that uh, people who were born in 33 or 45 and 78? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and most people wouldn't, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a writer in, um, named Steve Key down. You probably, Steve Key does a music showcases down in the Central Coast. Oh, and, yeah. right. and he had a, wrote a song called 35, 45, 78. And Kathy Mattia had a hit with it. And it's a great song, but if you're of a certain age, you're, huh? Right. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, what would, it, what, would, what would be a topic you might want to write about? Or what's a recent song or, um, uh, I, I tend to write a lot about, Places I get inspired by different places, like the Ghosts of La Honda. Like Ghosts of La Honda. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of songs about the Ozarks where I grew up, and then I got a song about Guadalupe down in mm -hmm. down there, there Santa Santa Maria. Yeah. I got songs about um, different places. Yeah. People, uh, characters. Characters are good. Yeah. Like my like Jeff Sloan who moved to Tulsa. Yeah. Songs about him, um, and his wife Sandy. I think writing about places, you get a lot of imagery, like right off. Because in a song, you want to visualize, you want to put images in people's heads. And I think with a place, you can just pop it in really. You can list right. a bunch of things that you can pull from. Right. Yeah. And, you know, also, well, when you write about people, you know, it gives you a, you got a, a head start on what the mood is going to be. Sure. You know, when you're writing about someone who's always upbeat and dancing and smiling and it's laughing. It's not going to be like a minor key dirge kind of thing. It's not unless be... you're Ron Wilson. That's true. <laughs> but everything Ron does is in a minor key dirge, but everything he does is wonderful. So he, right. he gets away with it. Yeah. Exactly. If you're listening, Ron, great tune. We love you, Ron. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to do a Christmas show, but everything in minor key, <laughs> right. which was actually kind of brilliant. It, I know. It, it totally was great. Yeah. He does, he does uh, minor trucking too, I believe. Oh, funny funny he was on my outside of k-pig podcast a couple of years ago and he did what did he i don't remember now but he did something in a minor key it's always in a minor key but it was some well-known song it might have been like it wasn't wagon wheel but it was something like that that was really well known uh -huh. and he turned it into like this slow minor thing <laughs> but it was cool it's just, right you know they're great they're great memorable yeah so are you one of those so i take it you're like you're not one of those have to write everyday per people you're kind of like when it's time to write a song i'll, I'll work on it and yeah yeah, and it and it comes and goes, and mm -hmm. sometimes songs come out, and I've written them in ten minutes, mm -hmm. and sometimes it takes me a few years to start and finish it. I've had that so, too. Yeah, so. and people say, "How can you spend three years on a song?" We well, don't spend three years <laughs> sitting there with a pen, right. but you keep coming back to it. Like my the exactly. one is one of mine that K Pig's been really nice to the Starlight Driving song. That took about 
four years. Not that I worked on it for four years, but I kept coming back to it over right. and over and over until I finally went, okay, this is what I want to do with it. Right. And then when you, get, when you get those and they actually get them done and you like them, it's kind of an it's a really nice accomplishment. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I know you're not writing much these days, but you will again. And, uh, I will. Everything you write is cool. I, I'm still writing a little bit, just not yeah. as actively as mm-hmm. in the past. Yeah, and when you're out, I think when you're out playing a lot, you're also, and this is kind of behind the scenes, you're also booking a couple of places, so that keeps you busy. But I think when you're booking your own band and your own gigs, there's there's a lot of time spent just doing that. I know with me, I'll spend you know a couple hours in front of the computer just kind of keeping stuff organized, and I'm like, I don't. I just want to go outside, <laughs> you know. So you're doing the the what is it? Terry Hendricks from Texas says the part that ain't art. All that uh-huh. stuff takes up a lot of energy. It does. Yeah, it does indeed. Yeah, does but when indeed. you get a breather and you get a, a song idea that you know you want to spend time on, then it's right. it's kind of wonderful. But still, you know, when I sit around the house and I pick up my guitar, mm-hmm. my first inclination is to come up with something. Yeah. Rather than I want to play a song that yeah you know, yeah you know that I played a million times before. Yeah, because you noodle and it's like oh. That that might be right, exactly. worthwhile. Yeah, and yeah. some tunes obviously come out of that. You yeah. know, other tunes you got to go in with a theme and right. work around it. And other tunes like come up. Okay, mm-hmm. there. I got a I got a tune. I got a thing. I got a theme. You know, I can some, work with it. Put some words to it and make it yeah. work. So, what's your next? Again, let's recap your. Let's. We have time for another song. Recap cool. where you're gonna play. Uh, Devil Canyon Brewery Friday. In San Carlos, Loma Mar store on Sunday, Barmel in Carmel on February 1st, uh, Nevada City on February 8th, nice. February 13th, Whale City in Davenport with Rosebud, February 22nd, Michael's on Main with the China Cats, and Rosebud's at, can be at Terrapin Crossroads on February 24th. Oh, that's cool. That's February. Probably not your first time out there, I would imagine. No. Yeah. And very it's, cool. But it's, it's, it's a good gig. Oh, and the website. The website is? My website is yes. volumemedia.com. Which I can never remember. Volumemedia.com. There's, there's you know, plenty of other Scott Coopers out there who've all claimed scottcooper.com, scottcoopermusic.com. Scottcoopermusic2.com. Right. Yeah. It's, so, it's just, a long story, but Volume Media is it. Yeah, and if you can't find that, Scott Cooper Music, Santa Cruz. There you China go. Cats. Look up China Cats. You'll there find you go. Scott. All right. Thanks for being here. And Thanks we'll, for having me. We'll talk soon. Let's hear one more tune from Scott Cooper here on Neighborhood Night. All right. This is kind of a new tune. <laughs> Call my name when everything is broken Call my name if you want to make it right Like a hero, my dear So I shall appear Just call my name Call my name and I'll be there in the morning Call my name and I'll be there anytime And if you are feeling blue You know just what to do Just call my name Call 
Call my name when the moon is waning. Call my name when the skies blaze. Be it morning or night, if you wanna feel alright, just call my name. Call my name when you need me, I'll come running. Call my name and I'll be there again. And you know I will show, I will walk from Mexico when you call my name. Behind my cape we can't escape, there you'll be safe when you call my name. Nicely done. Scott Cooper, thanks for being on Neighborhood Night as the crowd goes wild. Right on. Thank you. Thank <laughs> uh, you, you can much. find Scott at uh, com. Check him out. Great songwriter, a uh, lot of cool tunes, and a great picker. And good to catch up with you. Likewise. We'll like talk always, to you man. soon. All right. Let's move this along, and we'll, uh, we'll play some tunes that I think uh, Scott alluded to in this interview. And let's do this first. Thanks for listening to Pigs in a Podcast. Check out the entire archive on kpig.com. Follow us on Facebook to find out about new interviews as soon as we post them, and subscribe to us in iTunes, and you'll get the newest interviews as soon as they're ready.